You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Things. <laughs> Fact. It's there's like it's like it's hard to avoid these days. Pride month over here. It's Pride uh, year. So, uh, without getting into your uh, malignant homophobia, what, what do we got to talk about today? What do we have to talk about? I think it's. I think. Do you think the world is ready for edgy shit again? I think it is. It's funny. I just had this conversation. Uh, so here's somebody brought up. I just wrote an essay or a, a newsletter because I'm fucking a basic white in 2022 mm. and uh in it i i basically said that we're kind of in that space where the pendulum has stopped and is just hanging in the air for that one second before it slices back the opposite direction you think so well i say in it everybody disregard me because i've been saying this for five fucking years but uh this is, I got an insight from, from a reader who I thought had a good point. He said, we're not going to go back to uh, edginess or not necessarily, it won't be the same type of edginess. It won't be like a 1999 type of edginess, but no, it will, probably. but it, it will. And part of the reason for that is because that's not cool. It's as lame as woke shit is. Mm. The, the, the problem with this moment is that nothing is cool. There is nothing that anybody that everybody agrees is like pretty fucking awesome. Oh, that's cool. Like and that is a really interesting point. There's no tip of the spear to lead us into something else because everything is fucking lame. And <laughs> I think that there's a there's something to be said for that. Every not everything is lame. There's some cool shit out there. Yeah, the, the, the problem is the cool things. There's nothing. There's nothing new that's cool, right? All the cool things have existed for for a while now. But so, those things are still cool. Well, I don't agree with him that that uh, 1999 edginess is uh, as lame as as uh, 2022 uh, woke shit. I, I, I think definitely obje- not. No, objectively, I like the the shit that I hated, like Limp Biscuit, and still have no real warmth for. Still cooler, you know. Like it's still like, Come on, not even so, a contest. Like we've talked about it, we what sane person wouldn't rather be listening to Limp Bizkit wearing a fucking Cartman shirt than than fucking posting on the internet about I don't know. Did you see the latest? Like I thought it was parody, but I guess not. It's a it's a woman saying that Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore's rain TikTok. Have you seen this? Oh, I've seen this. Oh my goodness. Do we ha- we should we should dig into this? <laughs> Not really. It feels like podcast bait. It feels like a like, like they created a bot of like a stereotypical TikTok like woke black woman. They made this bot and then she just says bizarre things that no sane person could agree with, including the idea that Drew Barrymore <laughs> being a fucking Pardon me, everybody. This is where I get like a little insensitive. 
Drew Barrymore being an abused child star who is just obviously fucked up because nobody else in their fucking mid forties is rolling around in the rain outside their home. Uh, that that is privilege. I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but Drew Barrymore for all her money and fame, there's a couple things in her life that I I wouldn't trade for. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how much privilege there is to just like being in the rain. Like, wait, wait, but let's, let's give context here. So there was a, there was there a TikTok trend or something like that, where it was, it was black guys like frolicking through the rain or something like that. Right. That was a thing. All I saw was Drew and then, Barrymore in the rain. Right. And then Drew Barrymore did one of those TikToks of her frolicking in the rain. And they were like, she's stealing rain frolicking from the black men. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure everyone look into I Actually, I heard this from Tim Dillon. So like, that's how I understand the gist of what happened. I don't think anyone owns frolicking. I don't think anybody owns frolicking. Nor do I think anybody discovered frolicking. <laughs> like I don't think. Nor do I think anyone should be proud of frolicking, especially if you're a man. Stop yeah, it! Stop it! Stop so, it. so I didn't even know the black man part of it. All I know is that there. I, I got on my YouTube. I got suggested this black woman saying that Drew Barrymore was engaging in racist activity for frolicking, and all I could think was, well. I think we, I think if this is not parody, if some type of satire that I don't understand, like anti-comedy level, like maybe it's over my head, then we have, we've peaked and it's over. Wait, yep. Drew Barrymore accused of racism for copying black men frolicking trend with rain clip. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's got to stop. You got to stop, man. What are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> Pull the brakes, man. It's just a little out of control. The trolley is crashing. Just stop. <laughs> it's just Oh man. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything that you can really there, we can't like you said. This is this is podcast bait. We can't even go in on it. It's just on its face stupid and everyone knows it's stupid and it's not even it's not even worth discussing. Now there's nothing even in this like Ah, everybody's everyone likes Biden now. Everyone's cool with Biden with his, uh, oh. with his 10, 10 grands. So check it out. I didn't, I, I had no real insight into this at all. Didn't do any research on it. Just saw the, like the resistance Dems fucking talking about it. And that's usually enough for me to check out. You know, I was like, Oh fuck, come on. Some bullshit. That's not actually going to happen. Get the fuck out of here. And then, I dug a little deeper today. It's an executive action. Are you aware of that? Yeah. So what? He's just like, he's just saying it's happy. He's just, he's waving a wand. So he's using a, uh, the cares act. I want to say it's the post nine 11. Oh yes. So everybody, you should not be for this. And don't get me wrong. If the government gives you 10 grand, take it. But the idea that this is a win, yo, these executive actions are going to fucking kill you, man. They're going to kill you. You're so fucking dumb to make these presidents into kings. You're so dumb. And on some level, when I heard that this was, that all these people were celebrating it and that, and that this was what it was, as soon as I heard executive action, I said, oh, you get, you deserve what you fucking get, man. You know, what I, mean? I was like, I'm glad I'm in Australia. I hope you, I hope you're all putting camps over there because you're fucking so dumb. You, you are 
just saying, yeah, as long as it benefits me, I don't give a fuck if this is our new monarch. Yo, you should feel the same way about fucking everybody from fucking uh, George Bush to Obama uh, to Trump to fuck. The last in my lifetime, presidents have got have seized, and that's the word I'm going to use, an inordinate amount of power through these bullshit executive actions, which is just for people that don't know, because it's, you know, like to be honest, I don't even know if people should know or care about anything anymore, but that basically means that he doesn't have to go through Congress. He can just say this and it is so that shouldn't apply to fucking anything except the color of the drapes in the fucking white house. And the idea that you all celebrate, it makes you brain dead. I'm, I'm done with you people fucking reeducation camps. Good luck. I wasn't listening to what you were saying because I was watching a, a mod of uh, the Spider-Man video game, but with Kermit the Frog. It's exactly what I had in mind. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Take the 10 grand. But if you were planning on paying back your student loans at all, you're, you're a, a sucker. Rude. Yeah, you're straight up a sucker. Why are you paying that shit back? What are you doing? When I see, when I see people be like, be like, oh my God, I, I was, my future was crippled by, the, your future was crippled by your student loans? <laughs> What, these things that you like can reduce down to fucking $50 a month? You were fucking crushed by this? Just die without paying them. It's fucking fine. Or better about? yet, don't go to fucking college. Oh, well, I yeah, mean, I guess the horse has left the barn for most people. So, maybe, But like for all you youngsters who listen to this show, don't go to college. It's a waste of time. Waste of time. And go work on a fucking steamboat. And for all of you fucking lingering idiots who, who have to say things like, oh, no, I think this is a step. This is a good step. What step is it? I'm the guy that always said we should forgive student loans because I thought at the time that it would spur some type of entrepreneurship among the people that now are, have less debt over their shoulders. That's what I always believed. And now having looked at the fucking numbers associated with college debt, I don't believe that at all. You got bullshit degrees. You're not going to be entrepreneurs. You're morons. Don't get me wrong. I've got a religious studies degree. I'm certified fucking. There's a word that kids uh, used to use in the 90s for somebody like me. It's a fucking retard. So like I I get it. But straight up, you're not fucking. All this is going to do is tank the economy further. And it's going to allow these colleges to get away. Hang on. You sound like you're in the Matrix right now. What's up? Is something wrong with your mic or is it the internet? What's happening? No, my mic is lit. No, you sound like you sound like I I, I wonder if this is going to come through on the recording. You straight up, you sound like you're you're being matrixed. You're turning into Agent Smith. Uh, Black Cat. What does it mean? Oh, there you go. You're back. Of course. I've always been yeah. here. So- <laughs> no, you were you were you were falling into the the, the nether realm. So. Anyway, all of the arguments, all of the petty, stupid arguments that people are engaging in, like, uh, you know, is it right that I should have to pay my student or that this guy doesn't have to pay student loans back when I had to labor and kill myself? It's like, okay, look, man, I heard the cancer an, uh, metaphor. I get it. At the same time, somebody who just paid their student loans off after breaking their ass, they might, Eric and I might think that that person's a fool, but that is a real person. And you know, they should be taken seriously. And then we've got this other thing going on where it's like, okay, so we're going to forgive student loans. What about certificate programs? I thought that was an excellent question. And then the real question that the fucking uh, uh, conservatives are bringing up that I think is perfectly valid 
if we just give people money, but we don't fix the actual system where they were defrauded, there's just going to be another generation of people that are defrauded. <laughs> and why are we yeah. setting ourselves up for this? Isn't there a better solution? And the answer is no, because Joe Biden is trying to literally buy your vote in the same way that Trump tried to buy your vote. And that's all it is. You sounded like you were in the Matrix again. I'm going to hope that it doesn't record that way, but whatever. Um, Stop being a pussy. The Matrix is a fucking decent movie. The Matrix. Oh, I love the first Matrix movie. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I mean, hey, come on. We can't, you can't even call that a conservative argument. Like, that's just like bringing up the fact that we're not going to fix the system that led to this issue that we have to just throw money at. Like, I mean, my solution for the whole thing is just stop going to college. Just stop. Just don't go. Just or go to fucking community college. Get, you know, if you want to fucking like, I, there's nothing wrong with getting an edu- education, but stop putting yourself in crippling debt. It seems so stupid, man. Like, I know a lot of people, I might catch hell for this, but like, when I was fucking 17 and I was getting ready, like my brain is mush, right? Your brain at 17 years old, yeah. you're fucking. I'm pretty sure I was like, it's Nassau Community College for me, motherfucker. Like well, that's where I'm going. Okay. So that's a great, that's a great point is a lot of the people that are pretending that this is a, a win for the working class. It's really a win for the upper middle class because you're talking about people that, yeah, you overpaid for a college. I went to a very fucking expensive school. Now, granted, little caveat, I went as an adult and I got a uh, continuing education rate, but I could have just gone to a fucking state school or a community college. Like, what are we talking about? Some of you have made decisions that I'm not saying, hey, you've got to pay for it because you should try to get out of paying as many things as you can. For sure. (laughs) But it's a little ridiculous to be like, I was scammed. You willfully walked into a situation where you thought it was going to be more lit to go to fucking Brown or Oberlin or whatever than it was to go to SUNY Fredonia. You know, (laughs) so it's like, get it together, bro. What the fuck are we talking? Like I didn't go to a super good. Well, I was a pretty terrible student in high school, but like I didn't go to a ridiculously expensive school because I certainly did not have the fucking money and my parents and I'm not, not a poor person. My parents, I had very solidly middle-class upbringing, but my parents were like, no, you're not going to fucking NYU. And I was like, cool. I was like, I just don't understand it. Stupid. Like you got like, I listen again. Yeah. Take the money, take the money and run, pay off your fucking shits, whatever. Like it's all good. I don't really fucking care. I don't. I true. I realize like I don't fucking care what happens anymore. Gonna fi- nothing's gonna get fixed. All the people who are in charge of things are there temporarily, and they don't want to do the actual work. So, like you said, they're gonna buy your vote. Cool. All good by me. But like, I don't know. It's it's young people stop going to college. Learn how to weld. Learn how to fucking I don't know. Become a uh, now podcasts are over. Get on TikTok. I think you can still. I think you can still like. There's some gold to to mine on TikTok probably. Uh, you know, just uh, have fun with life. Don't waste it in fucking uh, going to uh, what's that shit I heard about today? Sarah Lawrence. Going to- Food, food appreciation classes at NYU. Like, don't don't do that. It's that's I mean, whack. Do, do it if you're rich. Sounds no no. 
don't though. Don't give if like if you're rich, then go fucking put it put it in the market or some shit. You know, like if you're rich, then 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 flip houses. You know, like don't don't put it back in the fucking schools. They're they're bullshit. They're horseshit. It's over. They've been they've been done for a while. They're not gonna do anything for you. Bachelor's degrees you can wipe your fucking ass with unless you're becoming like a goddamn engineer or some shit. Uh, like just have fun with it. We got a limited time. I mean, your, your time on earth is always limited, you know? So like do some shit that's cool and fun and just don't worry about being broke because if you're broke, you're probably going to stay broke, you know? (laughs) Like you're just terrible messaging. No, no, it's good. I'm saying, accept that you're broke, try and, and get ahead, but don't count on it. You know? Like, (laughs) I hate this message. No, this is a good message. It's self-acceptance. Don't waste your fucking time trying to, 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 you know, get a fucking degree that, that means nothing. That's all I'm saying. Well, that part I agree with, but it's, well, if your point is, Hey, if you are, uh, not an ambitious person going to school is not going to change this for you. Like you're not going to get ahead by doing that. I agree with all that, but I think you could change your situation at any time. You could become rich in five years uh, if you really were if if being rich was truly your ambition. But so why aren't we rich? Because that's not truly our ambition. Oh, it's not. We've been doing this podcast five years. Why aren't we rich? Listen, you know why? Because we would have to do. We'd have to go next level. You'd have to. You would have to get yelled at online, which you are not prepared to do. No, I don't want to get yelled at. You hate being yelled at. I know. It's the worst. <laughs> I can't take it. You pussy. I spiral. I don't like getting yelled at. You send me screenshots being like, uh-oh. And I'll be like, uh-oh. <laughs> when, wait, when did I send you screenshots? I do that all the time. You'll be like, uh-oh, this person followed and they're a bitch. And I'll be like, so what? So what? Oh, yeah. So what? We get whenever we get like a sus like Patreon subscriber, I'm like, they're doing a story, a story as though we're that important. God damn. It's not necessarily about us, but maybe us and people like us, but whatever we're lit now, the pendulum, baby. Our time is here. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. You sound. You don't sound stoked. No, I'm. I, listen, we're not edgy enough. We're not going to benefit from that either. We're, we're just. Oh our, come on. No, no, listen. We're just. We're not edgy. There's nothing edgy about us. When people try to paint me as edgy, I get mad and I feel like they're sad. I'm like, oh, you're sad. You're a sad person. You never, you never experienced something that's like, 
I say this all the time. There used to be a dude, and I don't mean a specific dude. I mean, this is a type of human being. There used to be a dude whose interest was Yasser Arafat and Satanism. And he went to a regular job. And then when he came home, he had specialty pornography mailed to his house. And he wrote a newsletter about how he wanted to murder children. And 700 people received that newsletter via mail. And nobody ever knew who he was. That type of person no longer exists. They've been stomped down. There's no excitement. There's no fucking real edginess left in the world. And it's like, for example, there's a a noise performer who is on some like noise performers are kind of sad, man. It's like kind of like hardcore shit in the respect that it's cosplay because you had a couple innovators do something interesting. And now everybody just kind of does their rendition of that. And I kind of get it with hardcore, which never claims to be interesting or innovative. It's just, you know, it's just kind of like, hey, th- I do this because I like it. Noise is trying to be a challenge of some type. You wouldn't play noise music in le- unless you were interested in being an annoying person. But you can't even be annoying anymore. Like, it- it's everybody, all the ways to be annoying have been done. And unless you're going to go full Peter Soto and talk about like chopping children's nipples off and eating them and shit and raping them, there's nothing you're going to do that's going to impress anybody. You, you, you are just living in the shadow of people who had the balls to go all out and actually become alienated from society via their art. But if you're not going to do that, what do you like? What is the point? I was, I was watching Kermit Spider-Man again. I'm sorry. I don't blame you. I, I, I think that that's right and good. <laughs> Game mods. Did you see the, the Elden Ring mod that, that makes it like a hundred times harder? <laughs> No, why would somebody do that? Well, but so, okay, so I watched the video and here's the interesting thing. It does make the game harder, but it makes what it really what's happening is it makes all attacks in general in the game much more powerful. So you yourself, you can, and and you, the amount of, uh, um, what is it called when you kill someone and you get their uh, runes? The amount of runes you get uh, is like, quadrupled so you can like level up to level 70 in like a matter of like days Mm. and then like you're super powerful it does for whatever reason it doesn't nerf your your attack ability it but so like they are you know the the enemies are more powerful but also you are there's okay i'm in the house with an eight-year-old my girlfriend's child and as i talk about how eight-year-olds speak they use terms that they don't know what they mean or they, they don't know their, what they, so for example, uh, he'll say that's OP and, and I'll go, that is OP and like talking about something in Fortnite or whatever. And then he'll go, what does OP mean? And, uh, <laughs> and I'll say it means overpowered. He goes, Oh, that makes sense. So like <laughs> kids are kind of like how adults are where it's like, they just repeat things and they don't examine where this came from at all. OP it's, is it OP? But the point is uh, that sounds very OP, Eric. Mm-mm. It might be OP. OP to me is uh, back in the Reddit date. Well, it's, people use Reddit again. Uh, uh, it, it's uh, the original posts. Oh, is OP. sure. Yeah. yeah, that's OP. If you're talking about the the thing at the top of the thread, everyone's mad at the Euphoria chick. She was at January 6th or something. Oh yeah, I love her. 
love this. Okay, so you're going. She, you're falling back into the matrix. She is from I don't know, fucking some hillbilly fucking place where they wear cowboy hats. And uh, I so I have never seen a minute of Euphoria. Uh, I don't have any opinion on it. It seems like it's probably aimed at sad, sad, sad fucking thirty-five year olds, and Facts. then and then maybe some run off into like the actual audience that it purports to be for. You know, what I mean? but really it's just for like single women that are thirty-five. Yeah. So so I'm not watching that shit. But uh, the. Yes, the girl uh, went to her mother's birthday party, and what I saw was that she had a carefully curated set of photos that didn't include any MAGA hats, but her brother, this fucking shit-kicking moron, (laughs) (laughs) then on his Instagram has all of the same type of photos from obviously the same event where everyone is dressed the same, but they're wearing MAGA hats. (laughs) And it's like, yo, if I were her, I'd be like, is there something fucking wrong with you? I'm this family's only chance of fucking having a couple dollars, you moron. Like, what, what yeah. are you doing? Like, we got to play this game where we pretend that the everybody's parents are are bastions of liberal politics, and that everybody came from the same place, and that that if my parents were were MAGA types, I would I would denounce them, I would reject them, I would cast them into the flames. It's like we have to pretend to do that if I'm going to get this money. What the fuck are you doing, little brother? So now there's conversation on this, and if you wanted evidence that the pendulum is swinging the other way, it's this girl got killed online, quote unquote. But now that she's getting killed online, the adults are claiming, no, she's not actually getting killed online. It's a, it's like a, it's a work by TMZ. Nobody actually cares. Now I actually, I'm such a fucking worthless incel that I went and checked to see if anybody cared. There are thousands of bot, bot brained human beings who have have comments on this. However, I will say that none of them actually matter. So these, both these things are true. Um, do I? They're going and they're going to watch the next season of Euphoria fucking anyway when they forget about this next week. A hundred percent. What's this girl's name? Sweeney. Uh, Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. She's pretty hot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't really have an opinion on that. Uh, it's, it's it's tough talking about women because if you say anything that's real, like this looks like a dollar store, uh, Dollar General Amanda Seyfried, then you people get mad in a way that they would never get mad if I was talking about dudes. If I said, you know, Army Hammer looks like fucking White Rose version of uh, Channing Tatum, nobody would think a goddamn thing. They'd go, ha ha, that's funny. I hate, I hate white men. But like, if I suggest that Sydney Sweeney looks like she fell off the back of the tr- of the Amanda Seyfried truck and is free, it, it, people get mad. So I, I, I didn't say that, nor would I ever say that. Um, so let's see what her story is. Um, <clears throat> she's from Spokane, Washington. Okay, so let's see. If you are uh, from 30 minutes east of Spokane, Washington, you're in white power country. Uh, so uh, I guess that doesn't shock me that her parents would be conservative. Um, she was in every single uh, sport, she says, including the snow sl- uh, slalom ski team, uh, which I, I don't think they have at broke schools. Um, 
she went to her family to pursue acting and said, I've got a five year business plan. That's insane. They don't have they don't have snow slalom at, at Nassau Community College. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. Although, no, come on, let's see. Um, state's Panhandle region. Yes. Okay. Rural lakeside home that her family has inhabited for five generations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, wait. Spokane, what? Like that is in Washington State. Yeah. Yeah, Washington State. Correct. But that's the North. They're not racist there. Oh yeah, it's impossible. No, no, no. Don't you know, don't you know? Don't you know that Portland's secret shame is that they're they're the most racist place on earth because they're ninety nine percent white. Which, by the way, everybody. What if, the mo- so during the hysteria, the post the post Floyd uh, uh, George Floyd shit. Uh, Washington was one of those places that came out and was like, you know, Washington, Oregon were these places that were like. Uh, we care a lot, you know, we care more than anybody. And then people would comment, well, it's interesting that you care so much because you don't, you don't, you have, you don't seem to have any actual exposure to black people because you're 99% white. So it's interesting that you of all people should care so much. And there was all of this conversation going in every direction about how it's right that they care so much because they are the most racist. They're the, they have, excluded blacks to the point that they this is their penance and there was all these conversations that were just ultimately gibberish about how the pacific northwest i i saw somebody online say that they feel more in danger in a suburban neighborhood in the pacific northwest than they do in in the worst ghettos of baltimore and i don't care who you are i've been to both places granted i am as white as the driven snow but i don't care who you are that is a if that is your view that you feel more in danger in a place with a murder rate of zero <laughs> and you feel safer in a place with a much higher murder rate, which I should add that murder rate is almost exclusively of African Americans, the neighborhoods that this person's talking about. That just doesn't make sense. That's gibberish. That so <clears throat> But this is what people thought. People had these views, right? That it was an incredibly racist place. Sometimes people go where they go, man. You know what I mean? Like, if I ended up in a place, like right now I'm in a place that's, I don't know, it's got to be 90% white at least. What do you want me to, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's where my girlfriend lived. I don't, I don't feel any sort of way about it. Fuck it. Paul but, Walter Hauser. Paul Walter Hauser? Yes, my man. Hold on. Did you see the tweet that I sent you? No. I don't see anything. I don't have my phone on me. What's going on? Oh. Do you have a phone? Are you using a landline? <laughs> I'm trying to get back to the landline. Are you getting back to the landline? It's just a saying? tweet from it's just a tweet from Deadline Hollywood, but they got a photo. Fo- it's a Sydney Sweeney, Halsey, Paul Walter Hauser, and Simon Rex. Uh, they're going to be in, they're going to be in some fucking thing. And the photo they have for Paul Walter Hauser is offensive. It's offensively bad. What is it? It's just him. looking he he in a gaming chair. (laughs) He might as well be. He looks, he's real fat. It looks like his head is popping out of his clothes or pouring out. I should say. Dude, he's a big boy. He's the guy. He was Richard Jewell in the, in the Clint Eastwood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big boy, and I think they did him really dirty with this photo. 
Well, I don't know how to send it to you. I don't know how to do right by that gentleman. No offense to him. Oh, because, well, I feel like they could have done better than this. It's look. It looks like he has a turtleneck on, and the turtleneck is choking. <laughs> I mean, look. What do you want, man? <laughs> this poor bear, like he's a big boy. I can poke fun at fat people because because everyone knows why. But you're no longer as fat as you used to be. Yeah, but we're not all the way there, so I still get some diplomatic immunity. Here's here's a question for you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm fat now, and I. Uh, I get a little insecure at times, you know, mm. like, uh, the other day, I like to make love with, uh, like a small light on, you know, not Ew. like black, not blasting light, but just a small, you know, it's a little small light. If, if, if it was a normal sized room, I'd say three candles would be good. Right. And, uh, but lately I feel like eh, let's, let's turn the lights off because you're going to see this weird fucking uh, estrogen uh, belly that I've got. Uh, do you suffer this as a man that uh, has not always been satisfied by your body? What do you mean? What am I? Am I self conscious during sex? Yeah. Um. Or or because here's here's what powers me through. I'm going to tell you what gets me through these circumstances. I think about all the fucking slobs I've known in my life who are horny as fuck. And don't care at all. <laughs> I think, you know what? That's, that's the right energy. I mean, I it depends on the day for me. There's There might be a day where I'm more comfortable with the shirt on during sex, and then other days where I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I think that's the way it goes. Yeah, so, it just depends on the day. Yeah, I'm not feeling good. You know what? I'm really horny. Uh, can I get into uh, Mexican... Uh, uh, a Mexican, a Mexican Green Lantern. <laughs> okay, so we have. There's two paths. I wish we. Could, it would be fun if. Fuck. Maybe this is this is our entrepreneur uh, lane. We have to figure out how to do choose your own adventure podcasting. I feel like mm. this wouldn't be hard to do. I don't know how to do it though. But this is now a choose your own ad- adventure fork in the road. We can go down. You can go down the Mexican Green Lantern path, or. We haven't done messages in a long time. It's true. <clears throat> okay, let's, um, do, let's do messages now and Mexican Green Lantern for overtime. Okay, I think that's that's probably fair. It's been a long minute since we've done messages, so I uh, it's it's probably only right that we do it. Uh, all right, here's 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 one. Hang on one to, one second here. Hey guys, what's up? This is uh, Adam Lanza. Um, just calling, I mean, basically what it is is I have a grievance. Uh, on recent episodes, uh, Eric's vitriol for gypsies um, and, and usage of the term gyp uh, has, it's, frankly, it's my belief that it's gotten completely out of control. You might be right. And uh, I, I don't want to use the word Nazi, oh. but... I mean, I think we can all do the math. So I, I don't know how to remediate this. I think uh, it's incumbent upon both of you, um, specifically Pat, to make Eric pay for his crimes mm, uh, of hate. And uh, what that looks like, I, I mean, use your imagination. Uh, I would just like to see Eric 
suffer for using a word. Thank you. Uh, okay. So what do you think about this? I, I, I've been thinking a great deal about reparations, uh, trying to figure out how it could work. You know, I, cause there's, that's where you're going with this. Well, I, I've been thinking about it. Can you think of any way to make reparations work? Uh, if you own a building in a historically black neighborhood, uh, sell it for a million dollars to a white person. <laughs> that might be it. All right. So now what about your reparations towards the Roma people? I mean, you know, back in the day they had struggle sessions, right? Mm. You'd go to, you like, I think they would, uh, I wanted to, I want to say it like a baseball stadium, but did they have baseball stadiums in China? No, it's, uh, it was just the first McDonald's that they did it at. It's, oh, okay. it, it seats 20 million. Right. It was at a, it was at a laser tag place. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's struggle sessions, which people, do you think I, so I only found out about struggle sessions maybe like two years ago. Like I didn't know it was a thing. And the fact that they've in a sense, like kind of been adopted and they're like, like you and I know people who have had to go through a, an accountability process, right? Like we've like that, that's a thing that I've heard peers do to their other peers, which is insane to me that I, anyone would let anyone speak to them that way. Uh, but that essentially is a struggle session. Am I right? Is that a fair comparison? Do you think this happens because people don't lift? Yes, for sure. That's what I they think. Need I, if you've sat, yeah. if you've sat through a struggle session, your arms are too small. Way too small. They're not, they're not just small. They're probably atrophied at that point. Mm. Um, yeah, no. So, but I, but my, what I'm, my, what I'm wondering is, did they like know about struggle sessions or did they just like, like, did they no. borrow that idea? No, it's a natural human thing to just. That's crazy. I'm reading that witch's book. It's just, everybody just wants to shame another human being into some type of subservience. That's, That's like seriously fucking like. Eric, here's that the freaks reality. me the fuck out. Yeah. Here's the reality. These people that engage in this type of shit, what we'll broadly call cancel culture because we're on a podcast. Like the people that engage in this sort of shit, they're sadists. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. These are sadists. Nobody cares about the out the outcomes of strangers' interactions this much. Like whenever somebody says, like for example, like let's say that somebody is a real threat. Like oh, this tattoo artist is a is a wife beater. What's that got to do with me? Are you fucking insane? I don't know these people. What does that have to do with me? And. Here's what I would say to anybody who pretends to care. You don't. You just, you got the green light to harm somebody and you want to take advantage of it because this person is bad enough that nobody's going to question you for when you step on their life. That's it. Because if I asked you, do you care about the lives of strangers broadly, you'd lie and say yes. But if I gave you a thousand scenarios where you could have an actual positive impact on another person's life, you would not take advantage of that opportunity. <laughs> You only take advantage of, you only avail yourself to interfering in other people's lives when you have the opportunity to harm another human being. Not when it's to give somebody 600 bucks. You'd never do it. But if it's, hey, I'm, I have the green light to harm somebody, you take it. So 
No, none of these people give a fuck about anything like that. They just, it's a natural human instinct among sadists to find somebody to denigrate and harm. But it's not, but I don't even know, like, it's, I think it's partially that, but I also think a lot of it, honestly, like, because a lot of this, it occurs online, right? It's not like within their actual, like, immediate physical reality. It's occurring on the internet. So I think... A lot of it is just like, I mean, there's that disconnect, but it's also just like people just want to be a part of whatever's going on. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Canceling somebody's just like seeing uh, um, Morbius. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is more, it's, it's, it is a social activity for people to engage in on the internet. They just want, they're like, you're going to the internet, you're going to Twitter because you're bored. Like you're just, and you just like, you see what other people are talking about. These are the, for whatever reason, you lack any sort of friend group or subculture in your real life. You don't have your parents hate you because you probably suck. Uh, and you know, they're at swingers parties. They're having, they're, uh, you know, they're having rainbow parties while, while you're together. No, 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 no. But, but so they, they are doing other things away from you because you're a nightmare. So you go on Twitter and you find other nightmare people and you find that what they do with their spare time is they find out that, um, Hasbullah was mean to a woman Mm. and it's, and they, and, and, and you, and you pile on Hasbullah. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you like you said, you get the green light on somebody and then you, yeah, you just, you, 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 you let the bombs fly. You, you, yeah, you let go the, the, the dogs of war. Yeah. You just wanted an outlet for that part of you that wishes to harm other people. It's the brutal truth record need to control. That's all it is. Uh, can I just say, uh, Lizzo at the VMAs, your voice, me, your vote means everything to me. It means everything to making a change in this country. So remember when you're voting for your favorite artist to vote f- to change some of these laws that are oppressing us. <laughs> Which laws? <laughs> Which laws, Lizzo? <laughs> Which laws are you referring to? <laughs> I actually wasn't. Yeah, I was responding to a text, so I was like barely paying attention. Is she is she mad about it? What did Biden? What did Biden do now? We oh, gotta fucking on. beat the shit out of this old man. I think she's saying that if you can vote for your favorite artists for the VMAs, you can take a minute to vote to end these oppressive laws. Let that one, let that dead air just sit for a second. (laughs) Which oppressive laws? I don't know. She's saying if you can take a minute to vote for her at the VMAs. She didn't really say that. Her exact words were, I'm just extrapolating here. Uh, Your vote means everything to me. Because she won some award. It means everything to make a change in this country. So remember when you're voting for your favorite artist, vote to change some of these laws that are oppressing us. Well, firstly, uh, is my favorite artist oppressed? Is is Travis Tritt really under the the thumb of the uh, big government? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, your favorite noise artist is uh, is currently getting stepped on. <laughs> I don't know what she means. Is she means that uh, if you can vote for the VMAs, you can vote against bad legislation? Uh, fine. You're gonna make me look it up. <laughs> I just I'm just trying to figure it out. 
All right. Mm. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out? And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. Lizzo addresses fat shaming comments while taking home video for good. Well, taking home video for good. Uh, what, uh, what does that mean? Um, <clears throat> I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> During a recent interview with the Art of Dialogue, the 47 year old uh, took jet. 47 year old? Who's fucking 47? Um, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Okay. Aries Spears. Uh, whoa. <laughs> of Mad TV? Yeah. So Aries Spears. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, hang on. What? So yeah, yeah, we're just bringing it all back. Yo, Mad you know, TV. Do you know who I, I can't like, there's certain people that like, and, and I'll be honest, they're women uh, oh. who, who make me so fucking irate just <laughs> by their existence. <laughs> and, and the Lala Kent of Vanderpump rules and mm. Grimes are the two people who <laughs> like, when I, when I see them, I get like a weird, like, it's a misogyny. It, it creeps up inside me. You know. When do you see Grimes? It bubbles. Uh, you didn't see that uh, Elon Musk had to ask her not to get elf ears? <laughs> <laughs> see, now that's misogyny. <laughs> he said- What are we talking about? She was talking about, on Twitter, she was saying, I'm thinking about getting the body mod of elf ears. Uh, has anybody had it done? And w- w- what are some of the concerns? And he responded to her, the mother of his two children, and said, on Twitter, and said, "Please reconsider. The science isn't there yet, and it leaves lasting scars." <laughs> this can't be re- wait. This can't be real. Get the fucking elf ears, girl. What are you talking about? You're worth like millions. A billion. Is she uh, worth billions? Because she was with. She take his money. She took his money. Oh. Uh, uh hold on she took his money yo so this is this is aries spears uh i can't get past the fact that she looks like shit (laughs) oh no hold on this is what he said about (laughs) this is what he said about her i can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji (laughs) (laughs) wait 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 aries spears said that about lizzo uh, he did an interview with the art of dialogue as YouTube channel and <laughs> okay. the 47 year old ET loves to make sure you're aware of that. Yo, although we I, could get Ari Spears on the pod. Although I don't think they say Lizzo's age. Interesting. Um, she's gotta be like 35. The 47 year old took jabs at Lizzo's appearance and even put down the women who support her and are inspired by her confidence. Well, <laughs> 
I can't get past the fact she looks like the shit emoji. <laughs> She's got a very pretty face, but she keeps showing her body off like, come on, man. Come on, yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in shape. Uh, do we have the beep ready? Because he uses the N word a lot. And I just for the sake of making sure I say it correctly. Uh, can you ready the beep, please? Um, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in shape Wank. in the world, but I still... When you're funny and you got swagger and confidence and you decent looking, I, I think I'm at least handsome. You, you get pussy. But a woman. I mean, I, Ari Spears is looking pretty rough. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be that, you know, the guy I am on this podcast, Ari Spears might be looking a little, a little potato y in 2022. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not trying to take his voice away from him. I'm just saying he looks a little bit of a potato man himself. Let's see. So he who casts stones, et cetera. How's, how's Aries doing? It's a good question. I haven't heard of him since Mad TV, but uh, I presume he does stand up or something. I'm, I'm saying I'm feeling very bold since we had Ian on the show. I think we could, we could pull Aries Spears. All right. Give him a ring. He's got a, he probably has a spot out here. No, now that he's, now he's probably really hot from calling Lizzo uh, the shit emoji. <laughs> uh, listen, can I say this? I don't know what Lizzo's been through. I'm sure that it sucks a lot to be a public facing individual when you do look like a plate of mashed potatoes. And I'm sure that it is rough to have to open the fucking internet where you just want to look for your favorite fucking fun little memes and whatever. And uh, you're getting called the shit emoji, right? I'm sure that's rough. I'm sure it's, it's a hard road to hoe. Uh, but you can't make your whole identity about people calling you fat. You know, like it's just, it's not a full person that you're presenting to me anymore. He's Ari Spears has been doing like regular uh, uh, voice acting. He's been on he's been on Family Guy a whole bunch. Uh, okay, but, that's pretty good. <clears throat> Lizzo said it. Lizzo said it, but she had to say she said, "Okay." They'd be like, "Lizzo, why don't you clap back? Why don't you clap back?" Because uh, bitch, I'm winning, ho. Big bitch is winning, ho. Uh, best revenge is your paper, bitch. I there you agree. go. I agree with that. You got to let go of like the bitterness because the best revenge is your paper. Lizzo, you can be the biggest bitch in the world. You can be a big, big woman. If you're rich. Eh, eh. <laughs> no, for sure. That's the, I mean, if I, if I was Lizzo, I'd say Ari Spears. What? Mad TV family guy, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. Also, it's a bit like I was saying before that, you know, like, in the same way that I, if I feel fat, I look at like all the like slav slovenly as shit, fucking big, big boys I've known in my life that are just horny as hell and let it fly. Uh, Lizzo, if you were just a woman that wasn't on stage, yeah, I'm sure that you're fucking, you know, I'm sure your, your boyfriend's sister might say some fucking slick shit about your fucking weight once in a while or some shit. But like, it's only because you chose to be in front of millions of human beings that this is, you, you can just bounce on it. You know, go get a job at UPS. I guarantee nobody says shit about your looks. It's hard to find people's net. They're, so they're saying uh, Grimes's net worth is 3 million. Are we buying it? Nope. 
They're saying Lizzo's net worth is twelve million. Are we buying it? Yeah, I'd say that might be fair. She might be worth more. Um, I don't know. What- twelve seems low to me. No, I mean, it's not like you know who gets paid a lot. Dudes who get paid a lot are like A-list Hollywood actors. Everybody else is making money in like hundred and two hundred thousand dollar increments. You know what I mean? Like musicians. Musicians might get paid like Lizzo. She might get paid like $200,000 for a performance. Yeah, that adds up, but you got a lot of expenses. Uh, 12 million seems fair. If, but if it was as high as 20, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blank. I'd say, yeah, okay. And if it was, as lo- if it was as low as seven, I'd go. Hmm. That kind of sucks. I feel like I would expect, you know, I mean, I'm sure she probably has a nice house, you know, I'm sure she's, she's, I mean, that's not, that's not money to sneeze at, but it's like, I don't know. I guess I'm such a poor fucking hick that I expect like really, you know, in the spotlight type people like Lizzo to like, I would think she'd be like killing it, killing it. Like I would think 50 million, you know, like 12, what does 12 million even get you? Especially in Los, in Los Angeles, you know? I mean, look, if you've got 5 million you don't have to think about working anymore. You know, uh, if you just wanted to live like a $300,000 a year life, you don't have to, you know, fuck it. God, it'd be so nice. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's answer another, let, let's hear another uh, viewer. Mail. Oh, you want to you do another message? You sound, you again, you're, 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 you're matrixing. It's in your head. Why does that keep happening? It's in your head. What if it what if it was in my head? How fucked up would that be? <laughs> uh all right. Hold up. We uh another message here. Oh wait, hold on. What's up, boys? This is uh Nicholas Cruz. Um just got done well I'm about, you know, three quarters of the way through the podcast with uh the guest, the incidents. And uh, I appreciate you guys having a guest on, you know, mixing it up a little bit. That was pretty cool, you know. It, it, it adds a new flavor to the to the summer bar pot. Um, Infidant, I hadn't heard of him. Well, I'd heard of him, but I don't know who he is. Never watched his comedy. Apparently, he's a comedian. I'll have to look him up after this. Um, he was fucking not funny. Oh, no. And uh, pretty douchey. He, he, he shouted a lot. Um, so, yeah, cheers to better guests. <laughs> and uh, keep doing what you do. I fucking, fucking love you. Peace. Right, not, not, a, not, a, not a fan of Ian's. <laughs> you know, I think Ian is, this is not me simping because uh, he seems like a down enough dude that we could we could clown him if he was not funny on our podcast. I think he is uh, very funny uh, as a comedian. And also, even though I begged him not to, still dwarfed us in funniness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's like a little bit, like, I'm, I'm always trying to, like, I, I trip out on the people that listen to our show. Um, I mean, I'm thankful for, for all of them, but it's, it's kind of like, like every incel hater out there. Thank you. Thank you. And, and it's just, but it's like Ian, who I think also is a very funny comedian, uh, a very funny dude. I thought he was funny on the show. 
so this person did not the person who called in did not find him funny but loves our show yeah that's what i'm saying that's weird it's weird it's like it's like a, it's a it's a weird vibe but like listen ian ian's a known dude especially in the in the podcast realm he's been around the block a few times and he's been on he's done much much bigger things i can't even believe he was on the show to be quite honest with you if you would go and like look at some of the other stuff he does he is far he's above our our pay grade so uh thankful to him that he wanted to 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 hang with us here but uh uh, Open the door yeah. to Aries Spears. Exactly. That's the long game. That's what we really wanted. We had to. Le- Ian helped legitimize the show a little bit for other comedians to come on the show. But uh, what I mean is for Aries Spears to come on the show, who who will be the final guest. <laughs> that's that's the mountaintop as far he, as I'm he concerned. He replaces me. Yeah. <laughs> it just becomes it becomes the the spears report uh okay listen uh do we have time for one more yeah we could probably do one more just to get us over the fucking uh also th- that was the parkland shooter called us no i think uh i don't know actually there's too many. Hang on. This this message is eight seconds long. Okay. What's up, Pat and Eric? Remember those Panama Papers and how no one talks shit about them? Yeah. See you. What, <laughs> what were the Panama Papers? I don't remember. Uh, hold on. You remember? You will remember them when I bring them up. Was that the? Was that the? Um, uh, you know who's the white haired guy who's been in? No, he's been in an embassy forever. Uh. So uh yeah, wasn't that Assange thing? Okay, so <clears throat> let me read just the high level here. Uh, our 11.5 million leaked documents that were published uh, t- in 2016, the papers detail financial and attorney private uh, information for more than 200,000 offshore entities. So basically, this is everybody's dirty business. And it should be a really big deal. <laughs> and, and this person is right that <laughs> it, uh, the fact that it got, it's like just the thing that we're not talking about uh, or really never talked about is pretty crazy. Cause it's like, you know, it's oligarchs and the Royal families of, of the middle East just hiding billions of dollars, you know, like uh, let's see, let's see who else is, is, uh, Oh, interesting. Stanley Stanley Kubrick is uh, is is tied in. I did not know that. Good for him. Uh, yeah. So part of the reason isn't that Kubrick sh- dead? Oh yeah, very dead. Um, okay, so we have uh, th- several former heads of state. We have several former uh, prime ministers. Uh, we have uh, uh, very close associates of of those people. Um. Yeah, so everybody, uh, this is every rich person's dirty laundry. And uh, the fact that we all had the, uh, what what would you, establishment media uh, just kind of bury this instead of dig in is pretty crazy. So yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll file that under remember. 
Who did you hit yeah, me? Can... With the, who did you hit me with the remember the other day? Oh, there was a good one. We got hit with remember. Oh well, I've been hitting you with COVID remembers. <laughs> R- remember the term breakthrough infection? Uh, I do because I watched uh, a five minute clip of Aaron Rodgers on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, he had the NFL telling him that he was a conspiracy theorist for saying that uh, you could, in fact, get COVID from somebody that was vaccinated. They called him a conspiracy theorist. Good times. 2021, baby. Yo, you should be able to just sue people for stepping on your dick. Yeah. You should be able to sue people into oblivion for just their concentrated and concerted effort to step on your dick. And and that is what happened to Aaron Rodgers was just he goes to the NFL and he's like, hey, uh, I've been dealing with this homeopathic thing. I'm allergic to the actual to an element of the vaccine. I would prefer not to take it. Now, listen, you can think whatever the fuck you want about that. But like when he goes, when they go, no, that's not going to do it. And he goes, they they go, nobody. Look, you have to get vaccinated because that way you can't spread it. And he goes, everybody, you know, all the vaccinated people here, uh, they've exposed four other people or four, five people are currently out right now, but they've only had exposure to vaccinated people. So clearly that's not true. And they're like, you're, you're a sick and deranged man. <laughs> it's like, yo, he was right. Everybody knew he was right. Oh, did you see the guy, another guy, this might've been another Rogan one, uh, let back on Twitter after he was banned, I think for life originally for, oh yeah, for, for saying what, that, uh, in fact, uh, it, it is just a therapeutic that you can't look at it as a as a stop of this particular disease. It's just a therapeutic. Yo, that's objectively true. There's no, there's no way to debate it. That's just a fact. It's not a vaccine in the way that people want it to be a vaccine. Now, whether it meets the definition of vaccine, uh, or not, I couldn't say, but it's not what people thought it was. That's, that's just listen, right? You got to stop because no one gives a shit anymore. COVID is over. Like truly no one fucking cares. Yes. Obviously all that shit was horse shit. Everyone who was getting called a conspiracy theorist was fucking right, except for Alex Jones, who said the vaccines were going to make your brain seize up and die. Uh, But everyone that was like, yeah, this is some bullshit. You are correct. Everyone knows Fauci's going away. He's like he has to resign with his tail between his legs. He said he was going to stick it out till the end of Biden's term, but he can't because they're going to like he doesn't want to get fucking subpoenaed when the Republicans come in. Uh, no one cares. COVID's over. Oh, but another big remember. Remember when the woman from the CDC in March of 2021 was crying in front of Congress saying that everyone was going to die? <sighs> she was she was crying saying, hang on, I want to actually Google this real quick because I want to I, I really want to revisit this shit. <laughs> Dr. Rachel Walensky, CDC director, gives uh, this is from March 29th, CNN 2021, gives emotional warning of impending doom. Impending doom. What does that mean? I mean, people died, I guess. I mean, they did. They undeniably people, you know, from that point on died of COVID. Yes, that is that is true. Oh, Maybe that's wait, what, she, what do you think? She what do you meant, think that's that, what she meant by doom. 
Hang on. What do we think the YouTube comments are? Oh. <laughs> Everyone, all the comments are just like LOL. But I can't find anyone who's revisited. This is all from a year ago. Wait, maybe I can sort by newest first. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> oh, we got a comment that says, I'm scared of her farts. They smell really bad. <laughs> I like I like people that don't even try. Yeah, it's good. I mean, listen, can we agree that people that don't even try are way better than like AV club people that like are working their set? Someone says she, she looks like Sarah Silverman. Anyone agree? <laughs> <laughs> Someone says impending doom that never came dot 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 all caps WTF. Yeah, where is it? Yeah, where is it? I Does don't she know. have I to mean, apologize for trying to scare old people to death? No, but you know what? That's that's like one of the funniest things about the whole shit is that like old people were the least scared and the ones who died in the highest volume. Mm. And then young people were the most scared and generally don't really die from COVID. I mean, we have friends of friends who just got COVID this week. Yeah. Because they were so scared for so long. I would argue that those people cost themselves two years of life. Yeah. And now they got COVID and they're going to be fine in about six days. (laughs) Three. (laughs) Come on. (sighs) All right. Let's get out of here before we get shut down by the, uh, before Fauci sends out a uh, drone strike in his final order. All right. Everybody, you know what the deal is. Uh, I'm going to say one thing. Shout out to uh, a, a, a someone who was uh, very, uh, I didn't know him, but very known in the Los Angeles uh, hardcore scene. And he was like a BMX dude too. But uh, Michael Ayers, uh, a dude who uh, passed away recently. He was a listener of the show and also axe to grind and stuff like that. Seemed like I didn't know him. Seemed like a cool dude. Uh, but uh, um uh, Evan knew him and, uh, Evan said he started listening to our shows through, uh, uh, him and I love Evan. Evan's the man. So, uh, shout out to him, rest in peace, Michael. And, uh, my condolences to everybody who knew that dude. He seemed like a good guy, but, uh, fucking crazy how tribal people are because I was thinking, why is Eric doing this? And then he goes, a listener of our show. And I go, RIP to the King. <laughs> I, was, I, was no, like, wow. I was like, wow. I was like, I, I really felt it for, I was like, oh man, it sucks. Uh, shout out to that dude and his family and friends. Uh, feel bad. Uh, you know, I'm getting so old that if you die before you're 40 now, I'm like, I'm like, man, what a fucking thing. You know, it's like, oh. no, it sucks. It sucks so fucking much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I met a bunch of people that, that knew him and, uh, yeah, they had some, nothing but positive things to say about him. So, uh, RIP to that guy to that gentleman and uh catch you on the other side but uh right, yep everybody who uh you know we'll we'll do an overtime uh patreon.com slash worst possible timeline go there we'll we'll uh we'll mexican talk green what was lantern. it <laughs> we'll talk about mexican green lantern for everybody uh patreon.com 